<sighs> okay. Let's see if I remember still how to do this. Balls. Hey! That should be... Hold on. Let me try some. Son of a bitch! Oh, wait! <laughs> oh, no, 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 no! I take that back! <laughs> Steve's writing stories. He's writing more than a few. So come on, lend an ear. He's gonna tell him to you. Tell him to you. Something from the brain of Steve Saylor. Hello, friendly friends. It's Steve Saylor here for the Blind Albino Monologues, or BAM! I like doing that every single time. Every time I say that I'm in the studio, I like I jerk back in my seat because I don't want to overpower the microphone. So I basically just like kind of like do one of those like if I was on Star Trek and you know when they move around in the ship and just as if you got jolted around even though they're not really moving around. So I just do BAM! Whoa, and that actually that actually knocked out my headphones that time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm punchy today. Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, hi. How's it going? <laughs> oh, so this is this week's episode of the Blind Albino Monologues, uh, part of the live show that is the Blind Albino, Blind Albino Monologues uh, that is happening. Like as I'm recording this, and maybe as you're hearing this, it is uh, the live show Eve Eve. If that makes sense. Because I'm two days, like, it's Friday and the show is on Sunday. Uh, So, yes, I am nervous, of course, as anybody would when they're putting on a live show. Uh, And so there's a few things I'm kind of nervous about. Nervous about whether or not people like my story, uh, which is, I mean, not every, like, I I know I'm not going to entertain people 100% of the time. But if I can entertain people at least 90% of the time, then I'm happy. But that's it's that 10% that kind of gets you. And every kind of performer kind of goes through that anxiety a little bit. Um, and that's why they call it stage fright because they just – there's part of they don't – they're afraid to to uh, be seen in front of a, a lot of people and also that they want they they want to entertain. And, and if they're not entertaining, then it just really bombs. And stand-up comedy is a similar situation. So like you're on stage and you're just hoping that your jokes land. And that's sort of where I'm, what I'm kind of hoping with this is that it would be okay. So, but and there's also the nervous fact of uh, of hoping that people will show up. I have some friends that are dedicated. They said they will they will be there. But of course, that's that's with every. I mean, if you ever are organizing an event or a, or just a, a show in general, that's always the case. You're, you're never sure if you're going to show up. Even if you're planning your own birthday, you never know if people are going to show up. Uh, you have an agenda. You can have a general idea, but I mean, there things could happen. So yes, I'm a little bit nervous about that, but I mean it's it's understandable. So and um, I'm excited. There was the last few mi- last minute changes, but uh, I won't get into that here because you may be listening to this several months after the fact or whatever. You listen on your own pace, so I'm not gonna say specifically what happened because that just would be dated. But uh, some things kind of came up last minute that had to be changed. But I'm okay with that. That's that's sort of that's again that's part of organizing a live show. Is that things happen on the fly? Things happen last minute. So you just gotta be. You can't panic and you just can't be stressed and th- and you just have to go with the punches. So that's what I'm. That's the mentality I'm at right now. Two days before the show, that could completely change come Sunday. Uh, there could be like complete crap could hit the fan and I could be screwed. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but. 
With that said, the live show will be recorded and, of course, will be put out next week as the next week's podcast. Uh, so you'll be able to hear uh, the full live show of that. Um, yeah, I'm debating if I have to edit certain certain things. We, I don't know. It depends on how the flow of the show goes. So we'll see. So that'll be like a super – that's always the thing. Every month will be like a supersized episode of this podcast, and that's being the live show. So you can always stay tuned to that and then just listen every week for updates from me if you ever want to hear just specifically me because it is my show and I could do whatever I want. <laughs> All right. Now, what I want to talk about today is in regards as, – as we're on the verge or as I'm on the verge of starting a new project because that's what the live show is. It's the beginning of a, of a new project for myself. Uh, I began to sort of start thinking of all the other projects I've done in the past. Uh, what failed, what didn't, uh, what I succeeded in, and what did not go over well as well as I hoped. Uh, and I, I think kind of every creative person goes through that to a certain degree. You ha- like you, there are probably more failures to a creative person than uh, than successes. It's just that the successes generally get uh, a lot more attention because they're successes. Uh, I mean, guaranteed, like, I think I even uh, heard, actually, I I think I heard this week that George R. R. Martin had a few things that kind of had failed on him. It wasn't until Game of Thrones, I mean, he was successful in television, but it it, uh, wasn't until sort of he hit Game of Thrones that that's what propelled him to be a success because of that series. So uh, everybody kind of has that. There's, uh, I guarantee if you go through any sort of artist's um, back catalog, or if you had access to it, there's probably a lot of things that are in there that are either unfinished or just didn't go over well. I mean, I mean, just take a look at movies nowadays. There are movie, there are movies that are big passion projects for certain people, and it just doesn't go over well. And they would, it would be considered sort of a failure. Uh, one of the things I'm thinking off the top of my head, uh, two things. One is is Hercules, is just about that comes out today apparently. And uh, even though I know that technically uh, that's a passion project for Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, uh, it doesn't. It, it, there's a possibility it may fail because there's it, the reviews. Sort of what I'm hearing at this moment as I'm recording this, not favorable. Um, it's it's not bad, but it's not favorable either. Uh, and another one, Kevin Smith, the, his uh, movie Cop Out. Uh, the, he, there was high hopes for that. I mean, granted, he had to go through sort of the situation with uh, uh, with Mr. Bruce Willis, but. Uh, I mean, it's sort of it's still uh, all that thing. No one intends to make a failure. It just so happens that it's not as received as well as the artist hopes. And there's a few projects like that that uh, that I didn't not. I don't necessarily regret because I don't want to use that word. I don't regret it. Uh, It's just it was projects that that didn't basically it just didn't go over well. Uh, And I'm trying to think of like sort of a better concise way to put that. Uh, just I don't want to call it failed projects. Uh, just it just projects that didn't go anywhere. If that makes any sense. Um, oh, sorry, my phone went off. Um, but and that made me think about sort of had to sort of made me think about is there a project that I w- that I wished had done a lot better than it actually did. I mean, there was a few things that uh, that I didn't that I worked on that wasn't completed or wasn't uh at it's 100% as when as when I what I wanted, so I just kind of stopped before it became too unwieldy. But there was one particular project that I did complete that I that I put a lot of work and effort into it and it just didn't go over as well as I wanted it to. 
uh, that I'm still – it's one of those things I look back on and I just like – I keep thinking it was probably some of the best work that I've ever done and uh, it just didn't fi- – it just didn't find an audience. Uh, yeah, that's actually probably a better phrase. Projects that didn't find an audience and one of those being uh, – there was a project called The Caffeine Collection. And it was started around my second year of college uh, for radio. Uh, it was like 2009. And it was, it was during the summer of 2009 that I, I was talking with uh, someone. I don't want to say any particular names of, uh, of people because it wasn't their fault that it just didn't catch an audience. It just – there was expectations on both sides that uh, didn't really follow, follow through. Uh, but there was one person I had interviewed or I had talked to for one of my podcasts, and we were excited about potentially working together on a project that uh, basically he had a platform that I was able to kind of create stuff for. And uh, there was it wasn't like it was a fail platform because it worked for uh, for him and it was doing well uh, for uh, for him. But uh, it was this w- this was sort of a gamble, not necessarily a gamble in the sense like you don't know. Uh, it, he's not, and they're not, there's not going to be any money lost. It was just sort of a gamble because it was taking that platform into a new, a, a, like a different creative direction. Uh, that, but it wasn't going to affect his own bottom line, as it were. And part of that was it was releasing a short story collection written by me. And I had a few short stories at the time that I had sort of written, but I hadn't didn't know what to do with. And it was I called it the Caffeine Collection because it was all short stories that I had written at Starbucks. And it was something that I was really happy about. Like there were some stories that I, that I had decided to write for that – like I, I sat down. I took sort of the ideas, the best ideas that I had, and I wrote short stories for those ideas. And it it was – I was having so much fun writing it. I hadn't had that much fun writing it uh, since before Black Shadow. Uh, if you didn't, don't know Black Shadow, go stevesailor.net slash Black Shadow. And that's my first podcast novel. That was my first writing project. And that's what sort of the – I was basing the success of writing the short story collection based on that. And so I've written quite a few – like or some really, really cool stories that I was so happy with. I had found an editor to help me sort of hone down kind of the stories and make them even better than uh, than they were before. And I was really excited for it, and I thought, you know what? Because the platform I was using was more audio-based, I thought, okay, yes, I'll put it out as an ebook and as a print book if people want to be able to get it. But the main product was going to be an audio version. And I, because it was the summer, and it was because I was uh, I was going to school in radio, I had asked a few friends in my class, could they be able to provide voices for some of the characters in my stories? Uh, it wasn't going to be a lot of uh, – it wasn't going to be huge like radio drama production. Uh, it was sort of kind of uh, a combined that with uh, audiobook narration, but every character was going to have its own voice. And it was a project that I started immediately as soon as I got back to school in September that I started recording and I had a few friends that I had casted uh, to be specific characters and – Putting it together, it basically took me about a month, month and a half, I think, if I remember my timeline correctly. And it was a lot of long hours. Uh, I did get stressed out for a little bit, as as you're off to do when you're doing school and you're doing a major project uh, like that one. And it turned out to be some of the best work that I had ever done. I still listen to some of those stories today uh, that I had created with my friends and I, I still I, – like I actually – not marvel, but I'm actually kind of surprised and amazed at uh, how 
how it was actually like uh, how well it was written. And I'm not doing this to kind of be vain or or whichever. It was it was something that I I'm so super proud of to this day that I just uh, that. I would listen to it sort of as a first timer, like first timer, because I had forgotten some of the some of the details of of the story that I'd written, and immediately in my head I start thinking, oh, I, oh man, I wish I would have done that. And it, as I'm listening to it, it, the thing that I thought of that I wish I had done, I actually did do. So I had sort of a premonition of the thing in the past that I had, like I don't know. It was just sort of weird. It it, it just felt like. Because it was, I was listening to it as like uh, as an outsider and as as looking back on a project. Oh man, I wish I kind of done that a little bit better. Because everyone does that to a degree when they're working on projects afterwards. Because art is never really finished; it's just uh, it's just completed and just put out there. But it, that's sort of how, how it felt. Then, but as I was listening to it, it made sense. It was great, and so we released it through that platform. Uh, I had expected a little bit more uh, on sort of the marketing side from from that platform, but it just didn't work out as as well as I had hoped, and uh, it just it, it, like it didn't fail. Like it it if you think of it, it failed in the fact that it just didn't get an audience, then it failed. Um, but I don't think of it that way. I think of it as it was just a project that I did that I put out there that I completed that I was happy with, I was proud with, and it just didn't get the traction that that. Uh, that I wanted. And so that, and that happens. It, it, it totally happens a lot. Um, some people call those failures, but I just call them, um, just, yeah, just projects that didn't go anywhere. Uh, and I still want to be able to do something with that project. It's one of those, I still have, I mean, if you go to stevesailor.net uh, slash stories, you can actually see or, and listen to some of the stories that I did put out like on its own outside of the, of the collection. Uh, but there's some other ones that I hadn't released that were still really good that I want to kind of still combine together because I still have all the audio files, all the master files. I have a five-hour audiobook that I put that I put together in audiobook format. Uh, the problem is, is that I can't submit it to Audible or iTunes or Amazon because uh, I don't have like an ACX account because I'm not in the states. So and they haven't opened up the Audible platform. Uh, to Canadians to be able to submit audiobooks. So I kind of have to just either wait for that to happen or put it out myself uh, digitally. And I I just don't know what to do with it. Uh, it's sitting on, on my computer and, and I, I want to do stuff with it, but it just, I just don't know. Uh, it's it's one of those things. It just, okay, what do I, it's sitting on a hard drive. What do I do with it? Uh, so I don't know. Maybe if you have a suggestion as what to do, I have a few possible ideas, but I just, I, I want us. I wanted to. I, I want that project to deserve the success that it should have. Um, it, it was. It was a not again not to be vain about it. It was just a project that it deserved a lot better. And I wish that I had sort of a marketing knowledge because that's the thing I don't really have. I, I know how to create content, but marketing it, uh, I'm terrible at that. Uh, that's my like. That's a fault that I just can't seem to. To get past, because I can come up with a bunch of marketing ideas, but the execution of it and how to be able to go about it in the best way possible, uh, I just don't know how to do it. And maybe I just need a marketer or a a publicist. I don't know. So I'm recording for about 15 minutes. I hope I didn't bore you. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to debate if actually I should should play one of the stories. the only thing is, though, is it's one of those. It, it, they're very long, so I don't want to make these podcasts long, except for the the live show. So I don't know. Maybe at some point I will uh, I will play some the, some of the stuff that I hadn't released 
Because um, there's, I, I record that thing too. I had a whole bunch of bonus features for it because I kind of treated the audiobook as like a a DVD where I had a whole bunch of DVD extras, if if you can call it that. Uh, so I had a I had a, a behind the scenes video of recording the uh, the audiobook. Uh, I had some behind the scenes video of talking to an editor as she was editing my one of my stories. Uh, and I had a bunch of um, just small things here and there. I had a bunch of uh, ringtones. I had some uh, some artwork. I, obviously, the ebook in, in PDF and, and uh, Kindle format and in EPUB format. So I had a bunch of stuff that's again, it's still sitting on a hard drive. I just don't know what to do with it. I mean, it's some of it's out there on on, on ebook form, but and a little bit on SoundCloud, but. That's that's the that's all I can think of at the time, um, but I'm open to suggestions. Definitely contact me on on Twitter, or Facebook, or whichever. It's Steve Saylor everywhere. Uh, so search for me there and and um, let me know what you think. Let me know what, what you would like uh, like or what would you like to hear. Um, so that's about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go because I I just. I just feel like I just talked your ear off for about 16, almost 17 minutes. So I'm just going to let you go. And, uh, yeah, I just made this all awkward and, and stuff. So, <laughs> uh, all right. So if you want to be able to check out everything about the show, um, you can go to blindalbino.ca. Uh, that's for everything in regards to the shows that are going to be coming up. Uh, I do have one tentatively in August. Tentative, tentatively in August, uh, that uh, I'm. Uh, if everything works out the way I want it to, uh, knock on wood. Uh, no, there we go. Knock on wood. Uh, I it, it will be really cool, and you definitely want to be able to go to that show. I mean, you want to go to the first show because that's cause that's that's really cool. But the second show in August, if it turns out the way I want it to, that's going to be a really cool show to be at. I'm just saying. Just just saying. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, blindalbino.ca for all the uh, all the cool stuff about and related to the show, and all and you can be able to have links there to be able to buy my album, which is Too White for Thirty. It was my birthday show. Uh, it was I was turning thirty, and I recorded a, an hour, uh, I guess, stand up comedy set where I told stories about my life, and you can get that on iTunes uh, for three ninety nine. It's three dollars ninety nine cents, not three hundred ninety nine dollars. And you can be able to get that at two white for three zero dot com. That's two white for three dot com. Or you just go to blindabout.ca and you can uh, click the link buy Steve's album. So, and you can follow me online: Twitter at Steve Saylor, Facebook dot com slash Steve Saylor, uh, Instagram dot com slash Steve Saylor, uh, YouTube dot com slash Snowball. Basically, I'm Steve Saylor everywhere except YouTube. YouTube, I'm Snowball because I registered that when I was it, it, it was two thousand five. But anyway, all right, I'm out of here. Have a good week. Have a good weekend if you're listening to this on on the Friday when it's re- released, uh, or just have have a good day because you know not a lot of people like not a lot of people sort of say that and and, and sincerely mean it. I mean, you hear that all the time. It's like you know, oh, like you say goodbye to someone. It's like oh, have a good day, but it's just sort of it just becomes the the saying that you say when you're saying goodbye to someone. Just have a good day. But no, like not a lot of people sort of sincerely say have a good day. So. From me to you, as a personal thank you uh, for listening this this far into the show, uh, thank you, and sincerely, have a good day. As always, I remain obediently yours.
Sincerely. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>